0: From Studio C, see, uh, señor. A dimly lit room where, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, it's a Wednesday. Uh, I still have to say that when I spell it, and uh, we're under the tutelage of our general
2: manager. I don't know. Do you have a nomination? Huh, okay. I was thinking of going with woke idiots, but I don't know. That I, I could be the general manager every day lately. Yeah. Um, the most news coverage I've heard
0: just in the things I've been on today is uh, about the Hunter Biden oh. hearing that's going to happen in, what, a week or so? And mm-hmm. they're wrangling over whether it's going to be behind closed doors or not. And it uh, could be a pretty big deal. He'll be under oath. going to be asked a lot of questions. going to be a different situation than he's been in so far. Could be.
2: I doubt it, though.
0: I'm, I'm skeptical of all these sorts of things.
2: You yeah. know, as... Comical as Hunter and his act have been in the past, he's a smart guy with smart lawyers, and they've said, "Yeah, we'll testify, but it's got to be uh, in public, open, open, you know, to the to the world. No closed door hearings. That you release some press con- press uh, release about. Nope, everybody's going to see every word. They have to have a reason for that." Uh, what I
0: the way I understand it, and I didn't know this was true, so it makes me wonder if I misunderstood it. That that whole one Republican gets five minutes then a Democrat gets five minutes and a Republican gets five minutes where you can't get any train of thought questioning thing going unless you really have your act together and they never do. Doesn't happen behind closed doors. It's more of a conversation where you get to talk mm-hmm. at more at length. That's one thing I heard. I
2: don't know if that's even true. Does that sound right to you? It doesn't sound right to me. But, I don't know. Why was a hearing different than a Conversation behind closed doors? I don't know.
0: Well, it's still, it's still a hearing. It's just, why, why would you why would you approach it differently?
2: No idea. Anyway, that might be one reason. So my other uh, would-be nominees were going to be Hamas's hostages as they continue to make news and are released and tell sickening harrowing tales. Uh, or Hamas itself could be our general manager, as their popularity has, what, grown, certainly on the West Bank. People there in the other part of the Palestinian territories are saying, "You know, we're tired of the Palestinian Authority. They're not very good at governing us. Hamas—they've got guns. They can protect us. I mean, maybe it's time for Hamas in the uh, on the West Bank." Awesome. You know, one of my favorite
0: things that I mention often: cable news uh, lives on. Sometimes talk radio, but cable news especially. You present a hypothetical. That's unlikely to happen. But then you discuss it for like 45 minutes as if it is happening or the most likely thing to happen or whatever in serious tones. That that happens all the time on cable news. And I think I don't even know if people catch on to it. But anyway, I just heard a great one where it was about. So they got this big climate change conference going on that the president's not attending for some reason. Mm-hmm. uh which is a little crazy old well it's a little mysterious well maybe it's not mysterious <laughs> but it's a it's a little mysterious because they, they haven't really given a good answer and you know climate change is a big thing for him obviously and his crowd and he's not attending he's attended multiple times and he's not going this year and uh, the the reason is being said that because of he's got two wars he's dealing with which is, you know i'm sure that takes up a heck of a lot of his time it, i you know actually the more i think about it if he's forty years old, I don't know if he should be jetting off to wherever and m- being in meetings with whoever, with every these round-the-clock, every minute a decision to be made about the hostage exchanges and ceasefire and stuff. Well,
2: and please forgive me for my overly frank uh, vocabulary, folks. But what if he was flying halfway around the world to participate in an idiotic circle J? <laughs> For instance. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. While, while a useless you're... charade. That would have been a better phrase. And I apologize.
0: Right. So he'd be on the phone with somebody in Qatar and uh, Bibi Netanyahu and all these different things trying to pull the strings on this deal. And somebody would say,
2: you got to get back to our, the ocean is about to go up a 10th of a degree meeting. <laughs> sir, sir, we've got to get to the China pretends to be cooperating meeting. Oh, right. Yes. I've got to cut this short. <laughs>
0: But anyway, on that, uh, so with that conference going on, a bunch of climatologists released some report of what it will be like in the United States in the year 2050 uh, on the current track that we're on. So there's your hypothetical, and then they throw out a bunch of numbers, and then everybody talked about it for 45 minutes as if it was true. Now, I don't know anything about climate predictions and all that sort of stuff, but I'm willing to bet quite a
2: bit that you're really, really, really guessing on what it's going to be like in 2050. Well, number one, everybody's going to have to wear asbestos clothing because we'll all be on fire. And secondly, the whales will be forced to retreat from the sea onto the land where they'll probably crush cars. But they had, they had details like there'll be... The whales f- will have legs and they will crush cars. <laughs> <laughs> but they had details like there'll be
0: 40 more inches of rain. There'll be this many more tornadoes. The uh, This city will be this temperature. And then and I thought, there's no freaking way you know with any accuracy whatsoever what the weather is going to be like, what the climate's going to be like in 2050. But you're all sitting around with your circle, Jay, <laughs> talking about this as if it's true, as if it's guaranteed
2: to be true. Whatever. Right. Uh, you go grow, you're going to grow mangoes in the Yukon. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Might be a little uh, toasty equator wise. <laughs> I, I I'm thinking don't invest in Phoenix real estate. <laughs>
0: um Yeah. Anyway, so he's not going to that conference. Yeah, I think uh, he does have a lot on his plate and he's a million years old and it's uh, pointless. So those are all good reasons. Um, We should start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Wednesday, November 29th of the year 2023. We are taking up arms against a sea of troubles. We're Armstrong
2: and Getty and we approve of this program. Let's begin then officially. According to FCC rules and regulations, the show starts at Mark.
3: I'm going to be very direct. We have to fund the Department of Homeland Security. It is
4: essential for our nation's security. But there are serious questions about why would we give an agency money
2: that doesn't do its job and secure the southern border? Uh, That's a reasonable question, Representative Byron Donalds there. Um, You're not doing your jobs. Well, they're not being allowed to do their jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, true, true. Although it's a cabinet level uh, agency run by the White House, essentially, right?
0: How much worse would the border be if we didn't have a border patrol? <laughs> I mean, kind of <laughs> like those schools where no kid is learning. If they, if he didn't have a school, how much, how much worse would it be?
2: We have uh, audio of a video, a newscast that was done that's uh, a gent who lives on the border in the San Diego region. He's got a big plot of land. It's actually quite beautiful. Uh, but uh, he he ushers the camera guy over to this uh, rag-taggy little barbed wire fence, which has all been cut. And as they're standing there, a group of uh, immigrants just walks through, says, Buenos Dias. Which way do we go? He says, just go that way. Keep walking. You'll see the city. Um, and then uh, they uh, they set up uh, one of those game cameras, trail cameras, whatever you call them. And, uh, and a huge group comes through at night, just strolls through his property, heading on into the country. So, yeah, What again, this guy has been saying this for a very long time. Hey, there are people traipsing through my property all the time. It's not like the Border Patrol doesn't know it. They just don't do anything about it. They're not allowed to physically stop anybody, for instance. Wow. The border is secure. It's such an absurdity. And as we've said many times through the years, if something seems inexplicable and absurd, you're probably missing a piece of information, a key piece of information. And I have long maintained that key piece of information is both parties want young workers to flood into the country.
0: Mm, that certainly could be it. That's probably the most likely thing, yeah. Um. Maybe later I'll get to the fact that my youngest, the main thing he wants for Christmas more than anything else... And even though mom and I, his mom and I have told him that uh, not my mom, his mom, his mom and I mm-hmm. have told him that uh, he's not getting this. He's obsessed with it. He keeps researching it. He keeps talking about it. He wow! Wa- he wants a monkey. He really, oh. really, really wants a monkey. Oh, so we'll wow! Talk more about that later and what he's learned.
2: I was, about. I was ready for something ill-advised, but that's that's <laughs> really a terrible idea. <laughs> so. We'll talk about that more later. How does
0: mailbag look? Well, I hate to tell you this, but it is thick with hilarious sarcasm. Like he he was on some website and he said, look, this one is $800, but during Christmas they have it at $400. So if you're going to spend $800, now I could get two for the same price.
2: That mm. sort of thing. Oh, that reminds me, my band Sail Monkeys is uh, playing this Friday night down <laughs> at the, uh, the old watering hole. <laughs> you know, Jack, this
3: would be great for the show.
0: Having a monkey? Yeah. It, it, w- it would be. It wouldn't be so good for my
2: getting my eyes clawed
0: out, but. I
2: need Michael, him. I will give you a shiny new $10 bill if you can come up with Homer and Marge Simpson discussing his desire for a monkey. We do need that for later when I get into this discussion. <laughs> yes. We definitely <laughs> need that. I think I can find
3: it.
0: Um, so, my bike looking good and everything. Our text line: 415-295-KFTC. GPT came on the scene a year ago this week. Sure has generated a lot of conversation in in a year.
2: Oh yeah, we've got several really interesting uh, AI-related stories today. Awesome. Both awe-inspiring and scary. I
0: see texts from people, I'm guessing you're on the older end, I don't know that, who uh, don't like hearing about this. I'd get used to hearing about it, or at least embrace it enough to know what it is, because it's coming hard, and it's going to be part of your
2: life. Yeah, I say this with understanding and affection. You're standing on the riverbank chucking rocks at the steam uh, ship because you don't like steam engines. It's taking over. Uh, but uh, I suppose the young will deal with the after effects for many, many years to come. And that's your freedom loving quote of the day, yes? And then it will become a planet of the apes, I can only assume. Oh, yeah, absolutely so. Maybe your son's ahead of the curve. Get a monkey to, you know, improve his uh, simian relations. Gratiate yourself. Michael, the freedom-loving quote of the day. unleash the fife and the drum. Our theme continues, ugliness. Everything that's realistic has some sort of ugliness in it. Even a flower is ugly when it wilts. A bird when it seeks its prey. The ocean when it becomes violent interesting that was actress model sharon tate oddly enough who was murdered by the manson family interesting uh cultists um yeah that's an interesting point of view i suppose we could contemplate that but let's move on to mailbag i actually love watching birds hunt i think it's it's awesome you ever seen hummingbirds slowed down when they're going at it it's gruesome I was thinking of that. Positive Sean, I believe, our former producer, first pointed out to me anyway that when it looks like the hummingbirds are taking turns uh, drinking the nectar, no, they're stabbing the hell out of each other. And when a stab lands good and solid, they back off for a second, then they go to stab until the other bird backs off. The beautiful hummingbird. (laughs) Right. Be a realist. It takes a little getting used to, but I think you'll enjoy it. Anyway, here's your mailbag at armstrongygetty.com. That's the email address. Uh, PB writes... Guys, it's one or two a.m. I can't sleep again due to an abundance of reasons. So I crank up your podcast and find myself amused and diverted as well as informed for hours. Thanks for keeping me mentally healthy. Well, I'm sorry you're having uh, trouble sleeping, there, PB, but glad to uh, to help. Amused and- Getty on Demand is the podcast. yeah? amused and diverted is what we're going for. Uh, Loyal listener Robert writes on the topic of exercising my free speech rights. Guys, I think it's time I stood up to Hollywood elites for mangling our society and not standing up for Israel. That's why I'm going to protect the entertainment industry by gluing myself directly onto Jennifer Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) Extreme (laughs) times call for extreme measures. No, I must finish this, so I purchase uh, may purchase a lot of glue, breath mints, and Axe body spray. So I saw the <laughs>
0: protesters at the Christmas tree, or they're going to be there tonight, or whatever. And I was just thinking, we get we gotta we gotta be harder on protesters. It's too easy to pro- to protest and disrupt things in America. There's no penalty apparently, so everybody's right. willing to do it.
2: I mean, including w- rioting and
0: looting. I I, well, I wouldn't have done that, but I was going to say I might have done that when I was 21 if there was no penalty just for the charge and the excitement over some cause I was excited about. Let's run out onto the football field and, you know, whatever. There's no penalty, it doesn't seem, for any of this stuff.
2: Well, they violated specific laws that have specific punishments, but they seem sincere, so I guess we can't do that. There can be no repercussions because their hearts are in it. What kind of society is this ridiculous? Uh, Matt writes, uh, Gents, I was audibly enjoying your banter and witty shots at that TikTok doctor, the shower doc, telling us the horrors of hot showers when I thought, I'll be damned, I just learned something. My wife takes long, burning hot showers. A couple of times a year, she gets out and faints. She almost constantly complains about her dry skin. Turns out the old bag was showering wrong this whole time. (laughs) The old bag? Maybe we should all download TikTok and allow the Chinese to spy on us just so we can say, I told you so, to our wives more often. You're welcome. (laughs) The old bag. Uh, let's see. Alvin points out there's been a victory for regular people against the IRS. Uh, last Wednesday, the Wally Journal had a bit in their editorial about how the IRS is not going to enforce that $600 reporting requirement for various contract workers. Yay! It's way too much work for them is the excuse, but I'm sure Nancy Pelosi and her minions know it would cause a huge backlash in the coming election. So we get a reprieve, but if they win in 2024, I'm sure they'll try again. Yeah, I was not looking forward to that kicking in. Here's my favorite title of an email in some time. Christmas in Catalonia involves a lot of pooping. With the holiday season upon us, now that Cyber Monday has passed, uh, you may find... Wow, good opening, Darren. Uh, you may find these Christmas traditions in Catalonia amusing. First, El cajuner, which literally just means the pooper. It's a man with his pants around his ankles that is squatting to relieve himself in the nativity scenes in Catalonia, next to Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus. It's not a nativity without a pooping man in Spain, apparently. What? Um, it's just a tradition that you put a guy pooping in your, your manger what? display. It's perverse. Second, Tio de Nadal, which is just a wood log with a face drawn on it and a blanket over its back. I think the translation is Christmas log. During December, parents feed the log treats and small gifts by stuffing them under the blanket. And then on Christmas Eve, the kids get a stick out and beat the log. Well, whilst... <laughs> do they now? So it's like uh, a pinata. While, while, while singing a rather vulgar song that orders the log to crap out the presents for them to eat. Is this true or? I will not be traveling to Catalonia for Christmas time. Oh. Troubling. What? Furners with their furrin' ways. Am I right? No. Oh.
0: Fat guy with a red nose comes down the chimney. We all know that.
2: Everybody knows that. Now that makes sense. Oh, that reminds me. You got to, if you haven't, read David Sedaris' short piece, Six to Eight Black Men. It's one of the funniest things ever written. (laughs) It's about Christmas traditions around the world.
0: A lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, If you missed a segment, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on Demand.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
4: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Hello, world. My name is Anna Indiana, and I'm so excited to share my music with you. Here's my first song, Betrayed by This Town. As an AI singer songwriter, everything from the key, tempo, chord progression, melody notes, rhythm, lyrics, and my image and singing is auto generated using AI.
3: Faces painted with smiles, lies are told, a facade of unity. So, what's she
0: look like?
4: Yeah, person. Is here?
0: Well, they created an image of her, so there must be a, an image of her. I haven't seen what she looks
2: like the AI created. I'm sure she's cute. This song is is terrible, but by next week it won't be. Hang on a second. Anna, Indiana. I didn't think it
0: was terrible. <laughs> it probably going to be porn. <laughs> I thought it sounded exactly like everything I hear when I turn on the radio, so...
2: Uh, I would have oh, not in a million years. She's a super years. cutie. I'm she She's she the super cute girl in the poetry club.
0: I'm sure she is. It sounded exactly like everything I hear on pop radio, so uh, I would have not known that was AI created. If you'd have showed me the picture and then played that for me and left out the AI part, I just thought, okay, that's the new pop sensation. Should be doing the uh, the concert in the street on the Today Show this Friday. And the great thing about her being AI is I could look at it and say, man, she's way too young for me. AI, could you make her like a little closer to my age? Okay, perfect. That's
2: perfect. (laughs) Now I lust for her. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of which, and similar fare. A Spanish uh, advertising agency is getting a lot of attention for uh, how much money they're making with their hot new model, Itana. 25-year-old gal from Barcelona. She is uh, gorgeous. Pink-haired, shapely, as you might expect. Perfectly shaped eyebrows, they mention, And she's making them $11,000 a month on various social media so far as an influencer and model. And she is entirely A.I., and the, uh, and the ad agency is coming out and saying, we did it so we could make a better living, not be dependent on other people who have egos, who have manias, just want to make a lot of money by posing. In other words, uh, models are incredibly high maintenance, and now we don't have to mess with them anymore.
0: Well, even if they weren't high maintenance, if you can create a
2: picture for free as opposed to paying someone, you would do it. Well, yeah, you make a good point. Even if they were delightful conversationalists hey, and a pleasure to be around,
0: you don't need to disparage models to make this model. Oh, work. may I, though, please? Um, uh, back to the singer. Do we have any idea how long that took? Like, how much effort that was from whoever, or was it really easy? Do you know? I don't know. I, no, I have no idea. I'm guessing it wasn't very difficult based on people I've talked to about this sort of thing. Again, I haven't messed around with chat GPT at all. I I don't know which ones of these are going to catch on and which ones aren't. I've used the example. In fact, I read a great article about it recently about chess, which is a great way to look at it. Several years back, computers became able to beat human beings at chess, and it took quite a while to our credit. Yay, humans. Up with humans. Uh, took quite a while to get computers smart enough that you could beat a uh, human being at chess, the best humans. But they can, and that's been quite a few years now, and chess is more popular than it's ever been, and more people watch the big chess tournaments than ever have. It hasn't diminished it a bit. Okay, so computers can do it. I want to watch people do it. So, is that gonna be true for music? I don't know. Uh, surely it is, but I don't know. Is it gonna be true for pictures of models? It doesn't seem like it would need to be. Who cares if you got a good-looking person wearing the
2: jeans and the shoes that they're advertising, whether it's an actual person or not? And to my chagrin, I'll not be rolling around with any of those models anyway. My entire relationship with them is seeing them here and there. So, yeah, whether they're actual humans or not, I suppose it's conceivable if somebody told you they're not, that might diminish your... You know, sexual desire for them, or whatever reaction you're having, um, but I don't know.
0: Well, do you think it's just going to vary from um,
2: to, what what would you call it, uh, thing to thing? Um, Model yeah, singers is not chess. modeling is not art. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, it depends on the nature of the thing we're talking about. But you know, the I, best we can do is guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't
0: think we even know ourselves until it happens. Do we need it to be a human being? Do we need it to be Tom Hanks or whatever beloved actor or actress? Do we need it to be a human being or can it be a creation? Or does that take all the fun out of it? Like watching chess. It'd be no fun to watch a couple of computers play chess. Zero
2: fun. You mean chess. <laughs> yeah, you're not pronouncing the T. Um. Uh, yeah, well, again, chess is very different than movies, which is different than music, although it does occur to me that a lot of modern music might as well be AI in that it's sequencers and, and synthesizers that are programmed to play something, electronic drum beats, auto-tuned voices. Um, it's not far off, yeah, and uh, the same chord progression for like 90% of the songs, so it's yeah. it's not very far off of that already. I don't think it would matter for pop music, but pop music has always been commodified as, a po- uh, as opposed to music for art's sake. I don't know, but that's going to be a very small minority of the music that's made. I,
0: I, I don't. I, I like I said. I don't know if we know yet. But Taylor Swift's popularity isn't just her music. There's something about her and the things she says and the way she acts, uh,
2: her personality. So I don't. I don't know. But But then the question becomes 10 years from now, will they design algorithms that produce a very Taylor Swiftian artificial creation who has relationships and breaks up and has down periods, but then is buoyant again and the rest of it? (laughs) Yeah. What did you, were you going to
0: do the Sports Illustrated story as part of your Mm A, I think? Okay.
2: Indeed. I just wondered like where that's going. Yeah, this uh Navy veteran Chris Donaldson is his name for some reason he got hot to trot investigating um fake uh journalists, AI journalists because he's convinced that it's um it, it's going on. Uh, but anyway, uh, Sports Illustrated was found to have cranked out a bunch of articles that seem to be AI-generated content credited to made up writers who don't exist. Including profile pictures. Right, exactly. For instance, uh, uh, there's an a Sports Illustrated author uh, bio for Drew Ortiz who, quote, has spent much of his life outdoors and enjoys camping and hiking as well as hanging out on his parents' farm. The only problem... Outside of Sports Illustrated, Drew Ortiz does not seem to exist. No publishing history, no social media presence, nothing. And even more strangely, his profile photo on the Sports Illustrated website is for sale on a website that generates uh, or that sells AI generated headshots. His head is described as neutral white young adult male with short brown hair and blue eyes.
0: Now, based on our friend Craig telling us how easy it was to make a cover art for his book. I don't think you can sell AI-generated headshots, because it sounds like anybody can do it.
2: <laughs> I mean, somebody may be sell, but... <laughs> well, yeah, that market is going to last for like five years, maybe, for people like me who are too lazy to do it themselves. All right, I got a product or a something. I need one. I can pay 50 bucks for it. Great, 50 bucks. There you go. Fine. Um, but then I love this, because the AI-generated uh, profiles are so innocuous and dopey. Like this Sora Tanaka, who is allegedly writing for... Uh, si identified as a quote fitness guru and loves to try different foods and drinks, <laughs> but doesn't exist. And and proof, if you need it, Si has quietly and without comment deleted all of those articles from its website generated by those uh, fake uh, journalists. But that gets that- to
0: what I was talking about before, though. So uh, uh, Sports Illustrated obviously felt like. People needed to believe that was a human being that wrote the. I'm guessing fairly innocuous story about some sporting event. They felt
2: like that needed to be true
0: for some reason.
2: Mm, we need to believe I, I, it's a human. I, I don't. If it's a write up of a, a ball game, I don't care. I just want to know what happened. I don't think. Now, I am care I going to get some sort of Grantland Rice style art out of it, or? You know, some of the great sports writers No, but, but you thought, they can still crank out the important content.
0: Have you thought about this? Like if you hear a song and it's like just the kind of music you like and it's really just really it's just flat out good. And you find out there are no people there. These there's no they're not like a couple of guys who went to high school together that started a band in their garage and they're not traveling around in a van and they don't, you know, dress cool. There None of that exists. But the song is the same as if it did. Is that going to diminish it any to you? Are you going to fully, you know, Though I don't even know yet until it happens.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We're guessing. Uh, Probably worth mentioning, Sports Illustrated is a union shop, and the union's pissed off. Uh, I would would suggest you play it kind of cool, or you're not going to have a job at all.
0: Yeah, for uh cuz there's been a lot of talk about this in the news business. If if AI can do a little summary of the weather today or a little summary of the basketball game last night like one paragraph and it's fine, then it's fine.
2: Well, getting back to old Sora Tanaka, who's a fitness guru and loves to try different <laughs> foods and drinks. If Sora Tanaka gives me the 10 best hiking trails in California or something like that, I don't give a damn if she's uh AI or whatever, because I, you know, you can figure it out. She goes to all the hiking forums, hoovers them up like AI does, then spits it out in a form I can read easily and think, yeah, that sounds like a good one.
0: So, for those of us who use the chess example of why AI is not going to destroy everything, is that an outlier or is what is unique
2: about competition? That? Is very different than art. I think uh, games and sports.
0: Why I don't know. A lot of art is the. I mean, you, you can say love the art, not the artist, all you want, but we all really get into the artist. We just do in their their lives and their backgrounds, and just it's it's part of the thing.
2: Yeah, I just uh, yeah, I would agree. But with, with competition, you gotta. I think you put competition aside. That's a totally different question. It, obviously, there are machines that can beat me at I don't know what pursuit anybody would watch me pursuing, but um. But it's still fun to do it, and it's still fun to watch human beings engaged in that competition. That's sports, and and uh, here this might actually make sense. Sports and 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 uh, chess games, uh, competitive games like that, are about process, mostly about process, and then the result is exciting. But art is about the result, but uh, uh, and the process flavors it a little bit. So you don't think the human being will be necessary for the art. Much less, maybe not at all. Games and contests and stuff like that. And right, and maybe not at all. Wouldn't that be I mean, I've got I've got a fair amount of nature photography in my house. I took almost all of it. But if somebody could computer generate a stunning picture of you know, elk cavorting across the snow, a shot I never got, and it's just so beautiful and evocative, I'd put it on my wall, I guess.
0: It doesn't, Dad, yeah, the wood, I don't think it would lessen that. I don't know. So maybe plays will be the only way actors can uh, make get work? Something about, like, similar to the competition, it's seeing a human being do it live? Exactly. Back to the planks. But I don't know. If the theater. Movie, certainly the example of models... The hell difference did I make that the twenty-eight-year-old no name I don't know who that is wearing whatever clothes uh, doesn't need to be a real human? Oh, that sorry, feels models, completely over to me. See, I think so too. Sorry, models, being bored with uh, born with high cheekbones and symmetrical faces is no longer super valuable. In fact, it's not worth anything.
2: Likewise, the Cubs scored three runs in the eighth inning and came back to defeat the Phillies 4-3 to last night. The Cubs now lead their division by two games. If that's how you're going to break into sports writing, eh,
0: forget it. Well, let's just all take joy in the fact that the super beautiful will get their comeuppance finally. <laughs> yes, yes, now you're unemployed. <laughs> and that makes my life happier somehow. Now
2: you want to go out? Still no? Damn it. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. We've got more from that Oakland City Council meeting, that four and a half hours of arguing about a stupid resolution that is horrifying. That we'll get to an hour or two, but we've got Katie Green's headlines next.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
0: The Defense. It's to Hamas's
2: advantage to have a ceasefire, but more on that later. More on that. The later the media, speaking of the Oakland city council meeting. the
0: The media portraying it is like two equal sides coming together and exchanging hostages.
2: And can we hold on to the ceasefire? It's just a completely
0: wrong framing of the whole thing.
2: So more on that next hour. Quick comment on the AI thing from our friend Mike, the lawyer. He says, one thing that's interesting about the AI conundrum is that currently it's basing its output on things created by humans over centuries. Eventually, it'll be creating content based on content it created. And I wonder what trajectory culture will go based on diverting away from the human input. It's one of the things he's dealing with uh, doing research in the field. yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Huh.
2: What happens when it loses its human, you know, base? Wellspring. Planet of the Apes, clearly. It's a rhetorical question. Hey, let's figure out who's reporting what. It's the lead story with Katie Green. Katie? Thank you,
3: guys. From USA Today, 12 more hostages held by Hamas are freed in Gaza.
0: That's that's great, but uh, all right, these, these joyful reunions, some of these people have been treated really, really horribly. The taking of them in the first place was so horrific that It just seems weird to me to treat these things as purely joyful celebrations.
2: It's just weird. The 13-year-old who was dragged away from the corpses of her dead parents has been released after two damn months. Well, to exactly what you guys are saying
3: from Fox News. Stories of torture, torment revealed by Israeli children who were kidnapped by Hamas terrorists.
0: Yeah, she's shocking.
3: From the New York Times. As Congress weighs aid to Israel, some Democrats want strings attached. They want more precise firing in Gaza. They're worried that too many civilians are being killed by the IDF.
0: Right. Man, this is a thorny one. You combine the Ukraine aid with the Israeli aid in both parties and the way they break down on that, what a a difficult situation.
2: Well, and given that this is the first full-on Internet war in a lot of ways... uh, do, does the U.S. actually want that, or does the U.S. want to be perceived as wanting that? Because both are important, maybe right. equally important. Right. For the Washington Times, wars,
3: migrants, money woes, crisis pile up for Biden's watch.
2: I'd say. He's not running. He's having a rough time.
3: From the new oh, York yeah,
0: P- new Gallup numbers came out yesterday. His numbers with uh, independence all-time low. We'll hit that in an hour or two. It's just stunning that a party would hang on to that guy with his numbers that came out yesterday from Gallup. Bada had a Kefcare.
3: From the New York Post, Hunter Biden is finally going to face hard questions from those who won't ask nicely. Yeah, I read that whole thing. Uh,
0: he is going to be under oath for the first time having to answer a lot of these questions. I just... These things... Almost always don't pan out the way I think they're going to. Almost always.
2: Will this one be different? I don't know. There's something going on. I haven't figured out exactly what. I could picture them uh, making a big show of agreeing to it, then in near the last minute saying, whoa, whoa, they violated the agreement, and now they're going back on their or out. So they get the public perception of we we're willing to answer questions, mm. but these damn Republicans have screwed us. Mm. NBC News. Strong
3: winds toppled national Christmas tree outside of White House.
2: This is Joe Biden's America. Can't even keep the Christmas tree up. Oh, jeez.
3: Maybe the Christmas tree saw him fall so many times and it wanted to give it a shot. Come on.
2: I agree with Joe Biden.
3: Come on. From TMZ, Britney Spears flashes bare boob in new Instagram video. Wishes everyone good morning. Good morning. Just one. (laughs) Here's a hoot. Good morning. (laughs) And finally, the Babylon Bee. To encourage Biden to rescue hostages, posters will now feature photos of WNBA players.
2: Oh, I get it. Because Brittany Griner, they went to all Uh that trouble. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So the Gallup
0: poll that came out yesterday, Biden, uh, his overall approval ties is low, which is 37. That's where he is now. At thirty-seven percent, but you break it down like among independents, he dropped double digits. I'm actually horrified by the drop because if that's about his support for Israel, that bothers me. I don't want that to be the reason his numbers go down. It's got to be a factor. It's probably it's probably what it is though. Uh, If you missed the segment, get the podcast.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
1: Join me on Season 3 of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.